Today I'll be reading Loner by Irvin Eugene. Chapter 1 Alone Irving sat outside a Montauk bar, drinking a Long Island iced tea. He contemplated about life. The air was fresh and it was a sunny day. This part of New York represented an island culture of the Atlantic United States. Rocky beaches that were only warm in the summer. Riches extended in the Empire State. Fancy shopping that possessed more than little trinkets of the Caribbean. To many a home away from home. Financial prowess from other states or through the belly of the beast at New York City. Inherited wealth that allowed vast privilege or newcomers who did not know how to spend their money. He thought of what he would do with his life. How will a nobody amount to something? Irving studied writing and literature at a state school but had nothing to show for it. He was struggling at 25 years old after graduating college. Irving was in debt and escaped his troubles with the bottle. At this point in his life, cheap thrills were all he needed. He wondered how did successful writers of his time reach success? The grand publishing deals, the book tours, and commercial television and movie rights exploited for mass exposure. It did not seem fair. Life is not fair. Irving assumed there was something to it. He was raised at hard work into a craft or study always led to a suitable achievement. He thought of the classics. How could these established authors capture the culture and movement of a time and place in such a profound way? The envy between competitors, a love loss, wasting time in a world that never stops to amaze. Where would he stand his flag? Irving felt conquered rather than on a meaningful campaign. Battles of failed relationships and destructed friendships. He was alone. Irvin needed to pave a path for himself. Removed from the old world of fake companionships, there needed to be a change. He started to vape outside. The nicotine calmed his nerves. His family disapproved, especially his mother, but a man must live. Irving used to smoke marijuana, and the nicotine was a legal way to cope. It is hard to remove bad college habits. The stress of assignments and essays were surmountable. Life cannot be a straightforward direction of hard work and no play. Somehow Irving was able to pass and graduate. Many nights of writing and mornings of leisure, classes during the day seemed unnecessary, but the loans made him attend on most occasions. Countless days of not focusing in large room lecture halls. In the modern times of of short attention span, he could not focus completely through the course. This left him in unimaginable, unmanageable situations where he had to study on his own accord. Fraternity parties was the escape of the consistent classes, an opportunity to meet girls and drink after an exam. Irving did not realize at the time that this would be his vice. With a few drinks, the world was simple. What seemed foggy became clear. Euphoria was more than a television series, it was a chase. Removing the strictness and constant struggle of everyday life. A drink would make the world fun, 
gave you the courage to talk to that unreachable girl and write that masterpiece, which appeared too far to reach. As Uncle Blake arrived from the hotel they resided at, he would cover the bill and make life more interesting. Irving was dependent on his family and elders to support him. He wanted to return the favor, but his book loaner had to reach a claim. He had been working on this project for years. It was an incomplete manuscript, but he knew it would make a difference in the world if it was just processed through the right publisher and production. Blake stated, how are the books coming along? Irving knew he was a burden and everyone wanted to know writing was more than a hobby. Profession required training, creating, and consistent success. He was waiting for the gatekeepers to let him in. Irving replied, the book is my masterpiece and it will be influential. His uncle mentioned, I am not like your parents, you can rely on me. I love you, Neff. You can relax and we can enjoy each other's company. Irvin had the habit of believing he was a hassle to people. It was how he was brought up. One must always be polite and considerate. His parents instilled in him that nobody wants to help you out of the kindness of their heart. Everything was give and take. A transaction in one way or another. Blake said, let us enjoy the town. I've never been to this part of Long Island. Irving, spending time at the end sporadically through his life, wanted to be a good host. He showed his uncle the beaches, the boutique shops, and restaurants. It was summer, so there were high expectations in the air. Would they see an international celebrity, or would anything eventful occur? Shockingly, it was a regular day in America. His uncle tried to relate to his nephew. He illustrated the fact that he smoked marijuana to deal with the loss of his mother. I was the only thing that got him. It was the only thing that got him through the pain and depression. She died horrifically through a murder. No inheritance money and no love from family at the moment. Irving was distraught and felt his pain. They walked and conversed. Irving was developing a better understanding of his history. All things are not left to chance. He believed that he started smoking weed at one point in his life just as his ancestors. His uncle mentioned that he used to smoke cigarettes. There was a connection knowing that his habits were predetermined. It lowered the blame for mishaps. They moved along the beach as people enjoyed the good weather. It was lighthearted fun, but an uncle and nephew discussed something of importance to Irving. They ate seafood and Irving drank himself to a better state of mind. There is something America must consult with relating to the notion that many Americans feel depressed and isolated during their developmental years in their 20s. The uncertainty of success holds a great toll. It appears as a suicidal experience, without good support, many will not make it through. Putting yourself on the line and hoping for a better tomorrow is painful. There are no true steps to achievement for the majority of people. Every day is a struggle, a blessing to be alive, and a curse of no fulfillment of that life. Chapter 2. Home Vacation was over. Everything seemed short-lived. Irvin was back home at Stony Brook, Long Island, United States. It was a quaint college town, suburban by nature, surrounded by village towns in the Northeast. It was an unknown pearl, a secluded neighborhood with tourist attractions like the harbor of Port Jefferson, 
a ferry away to New England, midway between New York City and Montauk, a gateway and home to many. There was a community of average people with high aspirations, a troublesome youth that escaped to the woods for reserve and the city for main attractions. There was represented the mystical idea of a great Gatsby location, but in modern times it developed to a more suitable family spot. Many children were raised with privilege and despair. Many possessed the basics for a decent quality of life, but few could manage the hope for more. Some were complacent and others strived for more. Reachable success made one famous. You could have a local sandwich named after you, invited to the best parties for being influential or excelling at sports. Football, baseball, and lacrosse seemed to be commonplace. Whether it was a pickup game or committed excellence, the town would always come together to support county championship matches at the university. Money would not was not what it used to be. Families planned accordingly. There was a common decision to participate in the community college or state university. Education was important, but not an unrealistic expenditure. Some would use the stepping stone of local opportunities to pursue international travel and tutelage. It was a tight-knit cordiary raised on family values and parochial conservatism. With progression of some of the sum and the advancement of internet technology, small location has slowly broadened its horizons. In the winter, the city would focus on celebrations of holidays. Trips to New York City through the Long Island Railroad to ice skate and sea shows. In the summer, there would be travel to local beaches surrounding the peninsula. Jeeps could, con- could control the terrain of the island. Bonfires, fireworks, and nature made life simple yet exciting. Irving lived with his family. Extended and nuclear members had a lot of influence on him. There was his father, mother, older brother, and uncle. His younger sister would visit from time to time. She was on to bigger and better things. She was studying to become a doctor at Howard University in Washington, D.C. The family life made it a huge effort. The family made it a huge effort to support her by any means necessary. They sponsored her a condominium residence, and Irving allowed her to take his car. There was no doubt that she was the pride of the family. She culminated into the straightforward path to success that immigrant parents fought so hard to achieve. We all believe that studying with ambition and dedication would lead to success. His dad was the main organizer and contributor of the household. Stern, but showed his true playful color as the family aged. His ultimate concern was for safety and stability for his children. Dad and mom wanted security for their loved ones. Irving's mother was a caregiver in personality and profession. She always wanted to monitor the family and ensure good health. In a traditional home, his mother cooked to prepare daily dinners and wanted to clean to make a happy place. She decorated the dwelling in her image of beauty. Irving's father and uncle did not mind to help. Everyone participated in errands weekly grocery shopping and paying for repairs around the house were common. 
Initially, there was a divide between his uncle and father by being under the same roof. His father felt taken advantage of. It was another mouth to feed during struggling times. Irving did, the, did his best to keep the family at peace and together by consulting both parties on separate occasions. Irving's older brother, Victor, was finding his own way to success, troubled by a long road to apply and complete medical school. The family was unaware if he had the discipline of his sister to attend and complete graduate school. In the meantime, he worked and helped the family when he was not enjoying a young life that would soon enter responsibilities. In a typical timeline of society, he should be further along. Irving, one year younger, was in the same boat. The only difference was after a college degree, Irving wanted to create. He believed his projects would provide true impact. He wanted to strike a deal to uplift his family, to give back which was so long overdue. The ridiculous debt and loans seemed to be overwhelming and he decided to take matters into his own hands and invest in himself. Obviously this was risky, but at least he tried the conventional lifestyle. His father always reminded him of the importance of money as he worked a nine to five job for 25 years. It was a good paying occupation. He started at a better time in America. Cheap education and reliable opportunities. His dad would say, nobody respects you if you do not have money. This was honest and stirred motivation. Frustrated and disappointed to not find a job to support his writing after many applications, Irving was alone with his thoughts one evening. He questioned, why has life not offered me a decent chance? Irving's mother noticed his disapproval. She described that Irving's father spent eight months without a decent job before he was born and his parents got married. Insight like this meant the world to Irving. He was not alone in suffering. He started to believe that this is the normal course of young men in the world. Currently, he releases his works and started making meager revenue. Irving is prepared for good fortune. He posts his projects consistently and made notice to family and friends of all his works. At the moment, he offers his work for free or at cheap prices. Irving is starting to build a grassroots audience. With the right distributors, deals, and connections, he will become a household name. Some believe, it, some believe, and others find disapproval, but he has to make the difference. Chapter 3, The Capital of the World There was a flashback to a more innocent time, a better time. Irv was staying at a Manhattan apartment. He stayed with his friends. The place was rented out by the aunt of one of his friends. She was worldly and energetic for her age. Parental supervision was different. The aunt wanted the high schoolers to feel welcomed and at home. She possessed cultured art and pretty plants. The aunt was seemingly single, fit, and utilized a yoga studio. She enjoyed healthy foods and liked a good time. It was a liberal lifestyle. The boys were accustomed to the New York City life from excursions with their parents in the past, but this experience was unlike. Many Long Islanders were free in their youth to diverge from the conservatism of their parents, therefore the boys got along with the aunt. 
To be young, wild, and free was the motto. The main purpose of the trip was to see Paul McCartney on his tour at Yankee Stadium. Connecting modern times with the old, it was a new stadium. Irving and his partners lit and passed around a joint. It appeared customary to elevate the concert experience. The aunt was accepting of their decision. That was the first moment the companions realized that some adults partied as well. In a funny mood, they walked through the bustling city. Streetlights seemed brighter and traffic moved in a more fantastic fashion. Everyone appreciated the magnificence of buildings with the same awe as trips when they were kids. The arena held much clout. People of all ages valued the vintage music. The show showed the show started in the evening with a colorful sky and special lighting of the sun as it prepared to set. It developed to night with artificial luminescence from the stage. Woes of love songs and playful melodies made the crowd ecstatic. The teenagers were enticed. They conversed with silly jokes and sang along in a blissful manner. Irvin took note as the capital of the world connected. Chapter 4, City of Light Older with newfound freedom, Irving embraced Buffalo, New York. In a cold location with good-spirited people, he believed this would spark inspiration for his works. The winters were long, sports were entertaining, and the drinks were bountiful. A lively city possessing homegrown western New Yorkers, downstate commuters, northern Canadians, and a diverse international enclave. Living was affordable and there were services common of mainstream New York. A center for entertainment and college neighborhoods with plenty of restaurants and bars. Irving collected friends and roommates. Even when he was alone, he was not alone. Travels to grocery stores and movies were soothing. He had no car and kept a journal. Irving was a guest at a temporary home. The city accepted him. He passed the time by writing, studying, and drinking. Girlfriends were helpful at times. Other women carried fake smiles and hands that were not open, only seeking to use rather than bond. Irving did not sway from his values. He was genuine but kept a reserve around certain individuals. Writing was his true release. He wrote about the visitors that would arrive at his apartment parents checking in on him, fun with roommates, and exploration of coffee shops, traveling across the border to Canada, and drive rides to Niagara Falls, casinos, boat rides at Canal Side, and walks at parks were all entertaining. Staying inside during snowstorms with friends and discussing plans for the future. Irving would visit businesses for opportunities establishing connections for projects and endorsements. Those are the benefits of residing in a major city. Concerts and events at KeyBank Arena were consistent. Production of art and enjoyment at Allentown were amazing. Irving realized he had the experience, he had experienced a great deal of New York. His family could no longer support this venture. It was time to return the favor. The escape was beneficial, but required more promise. Chapter 5, End of the Tour A chance to revisit Washington, D.C. became available. 
Irvin couch surfed at his sister's condominium. He wanted to ensure that she was happy and safe. Her mood was vibrant. She toured the city with him, visiting museums and restaurants. Historical sites brought back old memories. They discussed problems and good moments. Irvin utilized this short stay to film videos. He had been documenting his life through many trips. Alone in the city, Irving wanted to capture a life and share. There's an opportunity to deal his projects for the betterment of his family.